the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I'm really motivated for this series because I believe that if you have a strong mind, you can have a strong life, and we sure need that, don't we, in this crazy world? The way we think is so important, and I have a special very special guest here with me today, and that's my mother, Sherry Godby. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here. Who isn't faced with some form of anxiety or fear, but we can, what can we do based on scripture? We can choose to trust the Lord instead of being afraid. We can choose that. We, we can choose to trust instead of being afraid. So the action word is trust. Trust. It says in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That is a wonderful verse. That's a great verse of the day that you could memorize. So trust is really the opposite of fear. And it's, it's 213 times that the Bible says, fear not. Fear not. That's a lot. But you know, sometimes somebody can't just look at you and say, don't be afraid because <laughs> that doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're still afraid. <laughs> but we, the Bible tells us why we don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the Brian study Bible says it this way in Isaiah 41, 10. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will surely help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. So that's why we don't have to be so afraid. You know, it's so personal and so protective. God loves you. God wants to just watch over you and care for you. He doesn't want us to be anxious or afraid. But, you know, you wanted to tell us a a story from your own life about you and your brother or your younger brother. Do you want to share that today? Yes. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I'm thankful that the Lord has taught me about his word because his word has, 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 has saved me. I tell you, it has saved me from being so anxious and fearful and 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 has helped me to live victoriously. And, but, and you know, one other thing I want to say is, if you are facing this, you need to go back in your life and try to figure out where the root cause came from so that you can cover it in prayer and ask God mm-hmm. to heal it. Right. Is that part of what you did? You had to yes. go back and say, where did this yes. start? Right. And then I had to choose to trust the Lord, no matter what, come rain or come shine, you know, I'm trusting the Lord. But there was a, there was a time, when when I was young and, and I think this this might have been part of the beginning of me being so anxious and fearful. <laughs> yes. You know, there's the root cause. OK, well, my younger brother and I are, are less than a year apart. 
and out of five children, we were we looked like twins. We were not twins, Aww. but we looked like twins because he's a boy, and so he was a little bit bigger, and I'm a girl, and I was a little bit smaller. Plus, I'm the runt of the family. <laughs> You're not the runt of the family. Well, I'm the shortest. I'm the, <laughs> You're I'm the child smallest. of the king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the smallest. <laughs> so I was I was a girl, and I was smaller, and we were. So we were about the same size, and we're both white-headed. When I say white, I don't mean blonde. We were platinum, platinum blonde, white-headed. And so people thought that we were twins. Well, that was just kind of a little side story there. But what I wanted to tell you is that there was a time when it, I would say it was about on a daily basis that we, during the school year, for one year, we were locked in a room. Mm. And uh, I don't think it was for eight hours a day, but several hours a day. And and to not be told how long we were going to be in there and when somebody was coming back and, and for everybody to just be gone from the house. And you were three-ish? Yeah. Well, I was, uh, I think at the end of that time, I might have been three, but I was younger than that, maybe two. And he was, I would say, and I'm guessing, I've tried to put all this together in my head. I think, I think it was the two and three, maybe age two and three. I don't think I was much older than three. Shocking, really. Yeah, really. And the foster care system was not around at that time. And if it had been, and if people had reported it, which they probably would not have, we would have been taken away. But anyway, um, what what happened, I'll tell you the circumstance, was that uh, mom and dad lived on a, a 40 acre, well, actually it was 80 acre farm at that time, and they could barely make ends meet financially. And so he started mom would say nagging nagging him uh, nagging her to go to Cincinnati to work a lot of people in Kentucky went to the factories in Cincinnati Ohio to work at that time because they could find work and so he just kept on and on and on she didn't want to leave five children with him and go off to work sure but he convinced her it made her very stressful she told me uh, much much later she told me that before she had gotten past the church house church house which was about maybe a tenth of a mile no more than two tenths of a mile and rounded the corner from the church she said she stopped the car and vomited she was so upset about it wow and so during that year she would come home i think when she could get a ride mostly because she didn't always have a ride and so it may be a few weeks in between visits and so during the school year what what dad did was he built it looked really like a jail so if you can imagine a big arched opening to a room that did have windows which that was great that it had windows but it was a if you can picture in your mind a little shelf and then an arch and then another little shelf he built uh it was actually wooden bars like uh the like the a cell you know a prison cell and i don't know if i don't remember if the the door had it was two doors or one. If it opened in the middle, I don't remember that part. I have just a few memories of this room. But anyway, um, uh, the older kids would go to school. And then I'm guessing, I'm thinking that we probably didn't stay in there all day, but I'm just thinking that maybe he fed us some lunch. Maybe he wouldn't have cooked. So it might have been, say, peanut butter and crackers or something and put us in there. And I, I remember a chamber pot. So you know, two and three year old can use the chamber pot. I, I remember ashes. I don't know why I remember ashes. And then uh, he left, and then he didn't come back. He didn't. I, I don't even. I don't even remember him coming back. But he must have come come back occasionally. But 
uh, my siblings then would let let us out when they got home from school, which would be three thirty or whatever, four or something right. like that. Which was a lot so, of responsibility on a that's, sibling well, and in you know, school. Uh, they never mentioned it, even to this day. But you know, that had to be traumatic for them to know that that their little brother and sister was alone in a room, with not any way to get out, and just in there and not knowing, you know, when someone's coming back or anything. But anyway, um, uh, prior to that time, actually, from the time I was a baby until that being locked in that room, my ma and pa actually stayed with us. So his parents stayed with us for two years. And so that was, that was really wonderful that they were able, they, after raising 14 children and dad being the youngest, they, they stayed with us for two years. And so they were our ma and pa. And the reason that they left, and then that was traumatic because I really basically didn't see them but once or twice after that. And what happened was that my dad stole their life life savings mm. from them, and he went to wow. he was Unreal. in and out of prison. Mm-hmm. And so uh, then then there was a twenty year stretch when I didn't see him at all, and we were living in Indianapolis, and I heard that he was living with his aunt, and so I initiated the relationship, and because I I still loved him no matter what you know. And I initiated that relationship, but I soon discovered it was it was a one way street. It was all giving on my part, and there was not going to be much receiving. But I guess I was kind of willing to, you know, still have that relationship. And and I did have that relationship until he died, which was um, a few years later. But you know, the thing I learned during that time is uh, to forgive, because I had to decide, as did each member of my family, we had to decide whether to forgive or to not forgive. Yeah. And each child responds differently to trauma. Sure. And so I am very thankful that I was born again at age 13. And so uh, the Lord and the Lord started teaching me, you know, the Holy Spirit is the teacher and the Lord started teaching me and I read the Bible. So I knew that forgiveness was very important. And so I didn't really know how to forgive. I just did it as an act of my will. And I said, Lord, I choose to forgive. I don't I don't feel it, but you know, once I chose it then it feelings started to come because then I didn't I didn't always feel hurt and I didn't always feel the struggle with those feelings of forgiving him. Unforgiveness would have kept you captive right. even longer. Even longer. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, the myths about forgiveness as hard as it is. Mm-hmm. It's really holds us captive if we don't let it go. Right. Have you heard that if you it's like drinking a poison, thinking you're hurting someone else, but you're, you know, mm-hmm. it, unforgiveness is like drinking a poison. Uh, it, so it hurts us more than it hurts the other person. Yep, it yeah. sure does. So this was the root, a, a deep root of a lot of anxiety and yeah. fear. What was your remedy? And how could somebody, I mean, I, I think about someone listening right now, they might think I've been through something similar, or I can't even imagine right. having gone through what you've been through. How, how could a, a loving God, you know, help you after the fact, you know, God, God gives us free will, doesn't he? And he lets yes. people make choices. Yes. And sometimes right. we are the f- effect of their bad choices. Right. And it, it can be ne- abuse or neglect. In, in that case, it was a combination of abuse and neglect. Uh, but what I'm so thankful for is that I learned to trust the Lord. And again, that was a choice. I chose to trust the Lord. And uh, for me, uh, 
when I th- when I think about the Word of God and I, and I learn to obey the Word of God, it comes out in the form of song or po- prose or poem or something. So I wrote another song. Oh, so yeah, for each share season, the song with us because it's so beautiful. For each season, it seems like I've written a song or something because that expressed my deepest emotions. You know, so this song I'll just I won't sing it. I'll just share some of the Either words. Way. <laughs> but this one, it, it, I'm just talking to the Lord in this song, and each each song does actually have a. Uh, music uh, that I play with it. But this says, I'm trusting you. And I just said to the Lord, Lord, it's a busy, busy day, but I have slipped away to sit here at your feet and say that I'm trusting you. I was just telling the Lord, I'm trusting you, Lord. What beautiful lyrics. And I said, come rain or come shine, I'm trusting you. There's much I can't explain, like the heartaches and the pain, but you I know, and I confess that I'm trusting you. Come rain or come Come shine, I'm trusting you. I am cleansed and I am changed through your glory and your name. Lord, my heart proclaims that I'm trusting you. Then I go on to say, A way I lift my faith is my presence here today. At your feet, my heart can say, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you, come rain or come shine. A banner you have given me along with life and liberty. Your perfect love makes my heart claim that I'm trusting you. And then I use some King James terms. I say, (laughs) now I rise to greet the day, confident in your staff and stay. My heart knows and my lips say that I'm trusting you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 